Welcome back to the Intentional Queen podcast, Journey to Restoration with your host, Janine. If this is your first time coming, I thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the Intentional Queen movement. This is where all women come to be empowered and intentional in every area of their life and level up their IQ to a better you. So we've been doing some new things for year 2021. And one of the biggest goals that I put on my vision is that we're going to start having some interviews coming through and giving you guys what you've been asking for. I want to shout out the key people who have been sending me reviews through email, through text, by you continuing to do this, you get the reach out further. So if you know some friends that need to hear this or some family members, please feel free to share. I also just wanted to give you a tip. This is part two of the Eagle series that I had put out um, two weeks ago. And so I'm glad that if you're coming back to this, thank you so much. And if you haven't heard the first episode on the Eagles, go back and listen to it. I definitely was talking fast. Remember, it's not about perfection. It's just about getting the message. So hopefully you were able to hear and catch some of that and I'm glad that you're back. I talked about those that fly above have the strongest wings. Team Fearless, I saw that on a motivational video on YouTube and I was like, yes, that definitely is something that I need to tell the intentional queens. Eagles, they represent so much and that's what I was trying to explain in the first episode. And I also talked about TD Jakes talking about that chickens versus eagles concept. Eagles uh, eagles soar and chickens flap their wings, but they really don't go anywhere. You have to make an executive decision of what type of bird you're trying to be out there in those streets. So their key is about overcoming. They soar on storms, S-O-A-R. They fly on them and they make sure that they use that time as rest to get themselves ready to get to the next level. Let's talk about the question of the day. How can we have intentional and authentic relationships? How can we model after eagles to continue to soar, S-O-A-R, and build onto our journey? Because a lot of us are mothers, I am, and I know a few of you are, and how can we just level up every area of our lives? So I asked my big brother, Robert, to come through, and let me give you a little tidbit on him before we jump right into the interview. But my family has been my champion supporters since I started this podcast. So he wanted to be a part of the movement. And he said, I want to come on there and talk about whatever you want me to talk about. And so I wanted to have him come and talk about the Eagle conversation that me and him had uh, probably about a year or two ago. And we talked about a lot, but it was such an authentic conversation. I was talking to some of my girlfriends after that conversation, trying to explain to them. And they was like, girl, I need to hear it from him. And I was like, you know what? Now that I have the podcast, how about if those ladies want to hear it, who knows who else may need to hear this? So me and him do a lot of mentoring in the community. As you read, I've been a nurse for 20 years and I've been doing nurse anesthesia for about nine. And I've done a lot of mentoring in the community, but me and my brother have won awards together for our mentoring at the YMCA and some other things. And my brother has continued on his journey for mentoring youth um, and men. And I've been more in the nursing side of things. So we always like to give back. So I thought he would be a good male role model to come through and give this point of view, but also give you all that eagle talk that he gave me. So without further ado, guys, sit back, relax, and make sure you stay to the end because our our conversation got really good that I ended up having to split our interview into two parts. So there will be a part three as well coming up two weeks from this. So stay tuned, guys, and I hope you learned something from it because believe me, we both learned something when we were talking to each other. Stay tuned. 
So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my big bro, Robert. So Robert, thank you for coming to the show, number one. I'm so honored to have you on the show. So why don't you give some of the intentional queens just a little backdrop about you and how you like to mentor and how did we even come to talking about Eagles? Talk to me. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Um, I'm super proud of you, right? I'm, 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 I'm like ecstatic you know i've listened to some episodes and um i'm super excited and so to be a part of this and to be able to talk to you and um your followers and supporters it's great to have this opportunity as you know <laughs> the way we re were raised this is a little different for us right because uh private. We, we're, we're private right and we were actually taught two things probably a little bit more than two things but two things were key right from our mother and our, and our father um and that's um, one, mind your business, and two, handle your business, you know? Okay. So as long as you're minding your business and you're handling your business, you're good, right? And I think, um, so, so this, is, this is, I know this is a step out of your comfort zone, and I'm, I'm here to support you, right? And, and I'm excited about this opportunity. So, so let me say that first and foremost. Um, as far as me, yes, I'm an advocate um, uh, for, for men. Um, and, and helping men become the pillars um, that we need to be in the community. Um, there's a quote that I came across from Gandhi saying we need to become the change we wanna see. So if I wanna see more positive black men in our community, I need to be that. If I wanna see more uh, of black men or, or, or men of color in leadership positions in corporate America, I need to be that. If I wanna see more black men be active in their children's lives and their communities, um, uh, uh, from an advocacy standpoint, I need to be that too. So not just talking about it, but being about it. Because if yes. you do that, that's, 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 if you do that, there's things that happen. One, there's a certain level of authenticity because you live in what you're talking, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and I've noticed that within men, they want to see it. Don't just talk to me about it. I need to see it in you, right? Because they can identify with that. And then two, what happens is you know what it takes to do it. You learn it along the way. So now you know what it truly takes. So that positions you to be able to teach it. Right. And I love mentoring. And you mentioned that. And I've been doing that for some time, about 16 years formally uh, with a program called uh, Man Up Forum that me and my uh, my my mentor, one of my mentors, um, Kevin Coleman, started. So it, it's, it's super exciting. You can only give what you got. So I continue to, to learn so I can continue to give. So so thank you again for this opportunity. Oh, you just made my heart melt right there. Um, having your family support you through something that's different and a little bit difficult is like an honor. So I love you for that. And I appreciate that. Um, let's talk about our mentoring journey. I mean, me and you won an award a long time ago, but I can say probably about 11 years, 12 years ago, me and you both got nominated mm -hmm. for mentoring through the YMCA. Mm -hmm. um, my mentoring was more, like I said, based off of nursing Mm -hmm. and uh, doing a lot of stuff in the community with that. And people have reached out to me. I'm actually um, mentoring some people now through anesthesia school. But the point that I love that you talked about with mentoring the men in the community is because if our men are good and same thing on the side with me with women, like I feel like it could just be so much better for us just encouraging um, our black community about making them better and giving the wisdom and the nuggets that we learned from our parents. As you said, we talked about how we was raised wanting to mind our business, but to be about our business. And one thing you know about us is that's how we roll um, all the time. And mm -hmm. we got a lot of accolades, but we don't use that to boast or brag. We use it to level up other people and give them the wisdom and stuff that we've learned mm -hmm. along the way, right? We always feel like we got to give back 
And I feel like my listeners need to hear that, that it's just a family movement. Like we really do like to give back to people and um, people have given back to us. I'm so happy for the listeners that are listening right now because it has shown me that my message is becoming clear and it is leveling people up. So talk to me more about um, how we grew up and with the nest. Like I feel like with our parents, like did you feel like as eagles when we were talking about in the past about how eagles, um, the mother, you know, she sits in the nest and she she protects the babies but then at some point she makes the nest uncomfortable because she wants them to fly what would you say like to mommy or daddy saying you know what look at where we are and look at how we're soaring now right Mm -hmm. from how the nest got uncomfortable for us yeah well (laughs) you know it's interesting that you you pose that question i think what happens is um we actually truly um, grow from discomfort, right? Not from comfort, right? And so since discomfort is where growth happens in that space, by um, the nest being made uncomfortable, it puts us in a position to grow. Whether we use the, 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 the analogy of soaring or not, it's, it's, it puts you in a position to grow. So what, what I like to look at is, and focus on is um, a mindset of constantly becoming, right? Constantly becoming. So what am I trying to constantly become? I'm, I'm, I'm constantly trying to become different, become comfortable with being discomfort, becoming better, right? Mm-hmm. Becoming more in tune into who I am, right? So I can continue to connect with other people, right? So, so constantly becoming is a thing for me. And I think that started from childhood to tie back to what you initially asked. And that's, okay, how did that make you feel? At the time, it felt, I didn't like it. I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to move out. Listen, I'm not trying to move out. I'm trying to live here forever, you know? And I'm kind of coming to the house and there's, there's uh, apartment books on the bed. I'm like, well, why? Why, why, why every time I come home, there's apartment books on the bed? Mommy said, well, you need to start looking for a place. I mean, at some point, you, you got to figure this out. And I said, oh, this is crazy. In my mind. Right. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so thankful for it now. But at the time, it was putting me in a position to become uncomfortable because now I got to figure out, you know, how I'm going to finance that that decision to, to move out. And in my mind, when you leave the nest, you don't come back to the nest. Right. So when I leave the nest is being prepared to actually fly. Yes. Now, sure. if you if you need to come back to the nest for whatever reason, the opportunity may be there to do so. But that don't bank on that. Like you need to figure out how you're going to fly and be able to sustain and maintain um, your lifestyle. So, so yeah, so I, so I, I value it, but it definitely uh, was uncomfortable. So, <laughs> yeah. yes. You know what? Um, now that I have a child, I totally understand. We always are trying to um, prepare for the future for them. Another thing that was huge in our upbringing was financial um, success and how to manage and budget and all those type of things. So when we were growing up, we didn't like it, Um, Mm -hmm. but we darn for sure now know how to budget and deal with finances and it's leveraged um, a lot of things that have made um, positive accolades in our life because we were able to do so. So I feel like that's another topic for a show because people Mm -hmm. do ask both of us about um, our budgeting habits and how we got to where we are um, on the financial side as well. So I, I, you know, we know about that upbringing. Let's leave it there. 
Yeah, all I would say to that, and then we can come back to that, is the foundation is being able to save. So yes. we can come back to it, but the foundation is being able to save. Save and Whether budget. Whether you want to, right, save. If you, if you can save and budget, you know, then you can get to some of those other exotic things like investments and stocks and all that. But without that foundation of saving, um, you know, it's like building a house in the air. <laughs> it's yes. bound to come down without that foundation. So we can come back to that later, later, um, later. I, I love that. The foundation, so, nobody ever want to talk about the foundation. Yeah. They don't want to talk about that foundation, yeah. but it's hard yeah. going now. Talk yeah. about that foundation. Yeah. You know, I know about that yeah. foundation, yeah. but we living on it now. And so when it's stable, you know, you good, but when it's a little rocky, you got to go back and repair mm -hmm. that foundation. So I love yeah, I got that. some stories about mommy when we come back to that conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to divulge right now. But there are some key stories, you know, about cars and engines blowing up and all type of stuff. We'll oh, come yes. back to that. Blue give, Kelly give people, books. Yeah, yes. yeah, give people something to laugh about. So we'll come back to that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So we talked about the Eagles. Now we already talked about the Mama Eagle and how she do some things. So mm -hmm. the reason why everybody's here for this episode is because we want to talk about relationships and mating. So what I want you to do is kind of give my ladies or my queens that perspective on how eagles mate or even how mm -hmm. you started researching for yourself. Give me some insight on that. It's interesting. I think for me, um, again, like I said, I'm always looking to grow and be better and learn. And in the process of doing that, I came across, you know, things like, I think you mentioned giraffes to me at one point in time. And then I came across this eagle conversation and I was like, wow, okay. I never, I never thought about it that way, but there's a lot of things we can learn from life, right? Things that exist outside of us. There's a lot of things we can learn from nature, you know, and there's a lot of jewels there. So as you know, I'm a big fan of Aesop mm -hmm. and um, the fables because there's a lot of things you can learn from parables. Mm -hmm. And so me learning from parables and me also learning from nature, um, eagles came up and uh, the female eagle specifically about how she chooses her mate, I thought was pretty, pretty dope. You know, and I was Real like, wow, dope. I never thought about that. That's dope. And I, I needed to do some fact finding because is this just something somebody's saying or is this actually true? And it, it seems to be pretty true about the process. And, you know, life is a process and we can learn through the process. And sometimes we want to reinvent the wheel, um, but certain things are already in play. And it's just a follow the blueprint. And I think this conversation about eagles, when you called me and we were having a talk, I might have heard about this maybe a couple of years ago, but it's timing, right? Everything is timing. It, yes. I mean, you may not need to talk about eagles at that time because it didn't come up. It wasn't a, it wasn't a part of what was going on. So, so a lot of things we discussed, we, we discussed over time. And it, the timing was right, and it just so came to mind, and it came up. And I'm glad you found value in that conversation, and we can dig into it today, you know, to see if other people will find value in that conversation. Yeah, I tried to give people, I was talking to three of my uh, friends, and I was trying to give uh -huh. them a lowdown, but I said, you know what, you got to just hear him say it. And then as the podcast <laughs> came out, I said, you know what, I, all the ladies need to just hear it from a male uh -huh. perspective, because I had to do my own research and make sure I knew what you was talking. I said, listen, I gotta, I gotta read because I, yeah. I didn't hear about all this, and it was there, facts yeah. on different locations. Yeah. So we gonna let you yeah. give yeah. this, give yeah. these wisdom nuggets right here. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into it, right? So, females eagles. Mm -hmm. um, the male eagle approaches her, right? He 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 acknowledges that he's interested in the female eagle, and she. Uh, if she approves of, you know, his, uh, his approach, uh, 
will then start her process, okay? And what she'll do is say, oh, you're interested in me. Okay, well, you, you seem like you, you could work, but let's, let's see, you know? And she will take off and start flying, right? All right now. And, and he's to fly next to her. And she will start to kind of do, do a little dip, do a little circle, do some little movements, you know, just to see if he can handle her movements. Okay. And so he flies next to her. If he does not and cannot keep up with the flight, he's done. It's over. There's nothing else to discuss. Uh, uh, it won't work. Okay. You, 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 I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it just won't work. Right. So again, she goes back to minding her business, living her life, doing what she's doing. And another male eagle may come along and say, oh, I'm interested in you, you know, and he approaches. And again, she starts to process again, if she feels that, you know, just from the initial interaction, it could be something. So she starts to fly. She does her, man her maneuvers again. This one can hang a little bit more. She said, okay, I might have to do a loop the loop. I might have to do two loops in a row. You know, I got to see if he can really get, get down with me, you know, keep and, up. Can, he keep and up? He, can he keep, can he keep up? And now this brother or this eagle keeps up. She says, oh, okay. So he passed the flight test. All right. We got to go ahead and see if he can handle the weight. Mm -hmm. Hold on. So, we got to pause you right here. Listen, Queens, take notes. Okay. That was a flight test. That's number one. Did you do the flight test? Go on, yeah. big bro. And then the second piece is, can he handle the weight? And so naturally she's bigger than the male. It's just natural. She's bigger than the male. She has some things she needs to do in life. She has to be built to survive. So she's naturally bigger. She got some work to do. So he's not as big as her, but she says, okay, he can uh, handle the flight test. Let me go ahead and she will dive down mm. to the ground and pick up a stick. Okay. He still stays in the air. She dives down, picks up a stick. She comes back up. She flies as high as she can fly. And then what she does is she drops the stick. Now it's his job to catch that stick. Mm -hmm. If he drops the stick, er, you have failed. Uh, or move it it's on. Not gonna, it's not going to work, right? He drops the stick. It's not going to work. There is no second stick. It's not going to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then she goes back to the process again of handling her business. And long comes along another eagle, right? Mm -hmm. And then he flies, and now he gets to handling the weight. So what she does, she flies down, she grabs a stick, drops it, he catches it. She said, okay. Then she flies down and picks up a bigger stick, mm -hmm. you know, bigger. She does the same thing, flies high as she can, and she drops it again. She got a whole he, branch. She right, got a whole branch inside, no, no, no twig, branch. Right, 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 right. Then she goes down, and she tries to, if he catches that one, then she goes down and tries to pick up something almost the size of a log. Like, it, it, it really, like, it's, it's a struggle for her to carry it. She, she tries to go as big as she can through the process, right? We may be skipping some branch steps, but the, 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 the overall process is she continues to pick up bigger and bigger uh, sticks till they get to the point almost to log, and she flies up as high as she can, and she drops it. If he catches that. Meaning all three. He so he that. still got, he got the Oh, stick. no, he can't drop none of them. Nothing right, so he drop. got the stick. Now, listen, ladies, Nothing he got the drop. stick, the branch, and now he's going for the log. They all, he holding it all. Okay, go mm -hmm. ahead. Mm -hmm. he, he catches them. Now, of course, he's not holding them all at the same time. He catches it and puts it down. But he has to catch that. If he catches that, mm. then what she will do is say, okay, I'm going to be with you. And once she makes that decision to be with that male eagle, she will be with him for the rest of her life. When she, when she commits to somebody, it's for the rest of her life. The only way she will be with another eagle is if he's no longer living. That's the only way. 
Eagles and that's the for way life. they made for life. But it's a process to get there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I share that with you because it's about relationships. And at times your relationships need to be tested, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mean tested as in a form of a game. Let me go to dinner. I, I have money to pay, but I want to see if he going to pay. So I'm going to act like I'm not going to pay just to see what he's going to pay. No, no, no. We're not talking about play games. We're talking about more like pop quiz, right? Because life happens, right? Life is full of adversity. And since life is full of adversity, over time, opportunities will pop up and present themselves so you can see if who you're with, you want to be with for the rest of your life. But it requires time for that to happen. Right. Some people want to go ahead and do their little uh, uh, their 30 second test. And OK, this is it. And then they jump here first. And OK, sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, all relationships get tested, but we can focus more on partnerships. So however you want to do it, you tell me. Um, but we can dig into that a little deeper if you like. Wow. Um, catch that tea, y'all. OK, flight tests. Uh, they do the three tests. They mate for life. We talked about that in the first episode. So I just want to clear a couple things up. He brought up about that giraffe vision. Listen, giraffes have vision. You want to be like a giraffe, not a turtle. I told you no shade to the turtles because of my nursing sorority, because turtles do represent um, perseverance and slow and steady runs the race. But when you have that giraffe vision, you can see over the trees. You can see out there doing big things. So me and him both got giraffes all over the house. And... Mm-hmm. Um, what we also talked about is this podcast is about journey to restoration. He talked about the process. It is a process out there. So you have to make sure that you got your foundation good. So even on relationships, whether they're a partnership or just a friendship, you got to be able to test certain situations and not play games. Like you say, you got to do some pop quizzes. I like that pop quizzes and see what's going on. So um, big bro, I thought that was, that was awesome on that. Yeah. Yeah. Life is pop quizzes. That's what I mean. You don't have to create it. Life will create the pop quizzes. You wake up one day, boop, quiz. Uh, this is going on. <laughs> I have a challenge, right? It just so happens. And now you get a chance to see how they respond to that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's a difference between superficial reactions, right? Mm-hmm. And calculated responses. Oh, that's good. What I want to say, so you had told me a long time ago as as a man thinker, but I had saw a movie and then it brought it up for me and I did a whole episode on as intentional queen thinker. But this brings up them points because it talks about calmness is mastery and and controlling your ego and and being calm in your response because you you know how we was raised, we don't play no games. And so when you don't play no games, your response could be totally different Mm-hmm. when you feel like you're being challenged or you feel like you're being disrespected. And so having that calm response, which might be a no response, because remember doing nothing can sometimes be a response. I'm not going to entertain this. So having that, I feel like also is the same thing as an eagle because you, when you're testing relationships and you're doing things, your response to the pop quiz can mean so much more for your relationships. Well, I agree. I think also the test is not just for your partner. Right. Or the potential partner. The test is for you. Some people think that the whole courting thing is about the other person. No, 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 no. The courting process is about you. Right. And uh, the more you learn about you, 
the more you get the chance to learn about and connect with other people, right? It's the difference between looking out, looking through the window and looking in the mirror, right? It's easy to look through the window and say, this needs to change, that needs to change, this person needs to do this. If that person did that, that wouldn't happen. And, and that's all out the window, right? It's all outwardly. But when you look in that mirror, that's ultimately what you control, right? That's ultimately your domain is you. Yes. And, it's, it's, and the one thing we can't control, which is ourselves, we would rather not. We would rather have control of other people and what they do. And so I push the, the whole thought process around self-discovery because that's where the jewels happen, right? There's a difference between change and transformation. Change is external. People change where they work. They change where they live. You know what I mean? They change who they with. That's all external. But transformation is internal right? Which means you can transform internally and everything outside of you looks different, but everything else is the same. See, it didn't change the way you view it has changed. So what I'm saying is we need to focus more on transformation and to not get too concerned with all the changes because the changes will happen. Which is them storms, y'all. Sometimes them storms is the change. Right. Yeah. Well, I know um, from listening to that, that was awesome. It made me start thinking back about the crushing. I talk about that T.D. Jakes crushing and how you go from being pruned back. That's that self-discovery, looking in the mirror, seeing what you're about, doing what you need to do for you. And also when I say to the ladies out there who've had some self-love, self-worth issues, it's about perspective. And sometimes you have to change your lens about what you're seeing and really understand, are you really getting a true concept of what's going on? Is it change, like you just change the scenery or are you really doing some transformation? And this podcast started a little bit sad in its approach because people wanted to know where did I start? They see me Mm -hmm. now flying like a butterfly, but they didn't see those different stages, which me and you have talked about in our past um, Mm -hmm. conversations about their stages to a butterfly, you know? we talked about having them at the seed or the baby phase and then they eating in the caterpillar, then they the pupa, P-U-P-A, and then they out there flying out like a butterfly. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like this conversation was more for catching those people in those first two stages because they need to get that knowledge and um, figure out their perspective. They also need to get into that crushing like you talked about a little bit with um, going back to looking in the mirror. Like you gotta sometimes Mm -hmm. dig within. And also see your, how you are relating to yourself with relationships, right? Because you play a role in your own relationships. So what role are you playing? What, how are you showing up in the world? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you said a lot there and (laughs) we can, we can actually dig into the types of relationships because that's, that's a whole nother topic and we can do that today. Again, I'm open. We could talk as long as you want to talk. Um, we can do that. But I want to touch on one thing before we get to that. And I want to talk about the butterfly, right? Not to go through the whole stages, but there's one stage that a lot of people do not like, right? Okay, a caterpillar, a caterpillar says, I want to fly. But guess what? It has to first become what it needs to become to then achieve what it needs to achieve. A butterfly, I mean, a caterpillar doesn't fly to it becomes a butterfly. It had to become what it needed to become to then achieve what it needs to achieve. See, people mm-hmm. want to achieve what they need to achieve, but they don't want to become what they need to become to do so. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sacrifice some of the things they need to sacrifice to then become what they need to become to fly, 
right? That's one thing. The other thing about that process that people miss or really don't like is that cocoon phase when, when they got to come out of that cocoon phase. That mm-hmm. cocoon phase is a key phase, a very powerful phase. That's so the poop y'all, P-U-P-A. Caterpillar yes. that's now, right. That, if, they, if you went into all this, I apologize for, for repeating. You know, but I feel led to say this is that, you know, when you're in that cocoon phase and you're trying to bust, like if you walk past a caterpillar that's in a cocoon and you see them struggling, right? And they're trying to, to get out of the cocoon. You see them like pushing their wings. They're in a butterfly. They're trying to push their wings to break the cocoon open. And you see them struggling. If you, if you see that and you say, you know what? Oh, man, I see them struggling. Let me let them out. I'm going to help them. I'm going to let them out, right? If you let them out of that cocoon, you have now just done something very detrimental to their growth and development. You have really stunted their growth and they will no longer make it. They won't survive once you let them out. You know why? Because the cocoon serves as a way for them to develop the strength in their wings. When they're pushing against that cocoon and they're constantly pushing against it, what it, did, what it does is it naturally strengthens their wings. So once they bust through, the wings are strong enough to fly. If you let them out early, their wings are not strong enough and they will not be able to fly. So understand, and this is what I mean by these tests, these pop quizzes, I'm circling back around to that, is the reason you go through some of your struggles is so you can develop your wings. Mm-hmm. So if a person comes along and just makes it easy for you, you have not developed your wings strong enough to fly yet. Okay, so so be okay with that process and understand that struggle is a requirement for your discomfort and your growth and that you don't see the benefit now. But hindsight being 2020, you'd be like, man, I'm glad that I actually struggled and broke out of that cocoon. Just just think about that. I told some of the queens in the past, you know, you got to own your stage. And just stay in that stage until you blossom into the next one. Don't be trying to um, walk before you crawl, you know, like you got to stay in your face and own it. You know, you're not ready. You don't want to be detrimental in your future or your Mm -hmm. growth process if you're doing stuff or skipping steps. So I think that hit right on. So guys, that was part two of the Eagle series. I thank my brother for coming to do the interview. It's not over, guys, so make sure you come back in two weeks. And I hope you guys got a few wisdom nuggets under there about those eagles and how they meet, how those mommies make sure that nest is uncomfortable so that their their eaglets are out there soaring and uh, doing the thing. So continue to level up your IQ to a better you. I want you guys to stay engaged in Intentional Queen Movement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, See you on the next episode in two weeks. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Intentional Queen Journey. Make sure to subscribe, follow me on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, plus share it with your friends. If you want more details, it'll be in the podcast notes that you can find at my website at www.intentionalqueenjourney.com. Thanks again, guys.